Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. He's in a tracksuit. can't even afford a shoe anymore. The roses are 2012 outside. He is... There's no other way about it. His little legs, his little core, his little head. I'm going to knock him out inside four rounds, mark my words. Um, hopefully Conor McGregor saved some of that trash talk for us. Who am I kidding? Of course he's got more to say about Florida and the fight. When he joins us live on the 6th, we're never there finished talking trash to each other. What's good? Welcome to the best 60 minutes of your day. The line was around the block over at Staples Center. Scalpers selling tickets to the press conference for 40 bucks, And it was worth every penny. What a show they're putting on. And while I still believe, Jamel, that this Maymac Four City promotional tour more than likely will be the most entertaining act of this circus. You know what? I can't even fight anymore. I can't, no pun intended, I cannot fight it anymore. After watching that. Oh. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. You, I y'all knew got it. it. I'm I in. knew it. I'm in. I knew I'm it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm Welcome. In. I'm in. Sign me up for the circus. Sign me up for Plenty the farce. Of they left. sold me on this fight Plenty today. Of I'm left there. On I will have guac. I will have hummus. Parties at my house. <laughs> I will I'm bring in on the, this. the chicken and the pizza. I, all in, that's y'all. That's, that's, there you go. That's not a hundred million dollar check. I'm not a hundred million dollar analyst, Floyd. But that's that's a hundred dollars. That's a hundred dollars. Whatever the price is, all y'all. I'm sold I on this. Told you. The spectacle sold me. You're I right. You're right. You. you did. I knew you from did. the beginning when they first when this first started as just an idea that this was going to be as entertaining and as big of a spectacle as we as we've ever seen. Sometimes you know what, Mike? Sometimes you need to see the train wreck. Sometimes that's entertaining, yeah. right? Yeah. Seeing seeing these forces collide has been everything I've expected it to be. I've never paid for a Mayweather fight, all right? Right. I'm paying on for this one. And on I'm paying for quality. this one because yes. I just no, want to see. No, I'm paying for it. I got it. I got oh, yeah, this. that's right. I'm I got sorry. This. No, I got it now. You, I At first, I was going to stream it or, or, or get it illegally <laughs> yeah. or come to your house. No, I, I'm, I'm here for it. He said he, watching, was, he said he was going to knock him out inside of four rounds. I don't know what world he's living in, but I like to visit it sometime <laughs> because I still say he has no chance of beating no. a prize fighter the caliber of Floyd Mayweather. But he he doesn't care what I say or anybody else says. He believes it. And on the off chance that something crazy happens, I mean, can you Vegas on August 26th is going to be such a spectacle, such a circus, and just the, look, just the novelty of it yeah. is enough to draw me in. Just as a sporting event, I still, I, I don't take back anything I said about the lack of, 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 of quality as it relates to a boxing match. But this is what these two guys do. They know how to sell a fight. And they sold me on the fact that they legitimately hate each other. They can't stand each other. So this was success. Three more cities of this. Yeah. Uh, So even if the fight isn't as good as the press conference, I'm here for it. And by the way, we'll hear from Floyd Mayweather. Uh, You know what? Let's hear from Floyd right now. Oh, not now. Okay, cool. We're still turning that around. What you got? What else you got? <laughs> no, what I was going to say is this. Both sides 
you know, you have MMA purists, boxing purists. They've worried about what kind of, quote, damage this will do to their individual sports. It will do no damage. For Conor McGregor, this was – he had everything to gain and nothing to lose. He's going to get paid. He's going to see a bigger payday than he ever probably – That's why he was so happy. Exactly. Look, as far as he's concerned, he can't get embarrassed in this fight. If he, even if he gets knocked out in the first round, right. it doesn't matter. Right. He did what he was supposed to do, which is collect the check, right. which is set up Lil' Connor for the rest of his <laughs> life and many more generations of McGregor's beyond that. That's what it was all about. And look, it had gotten to a point with Floyd because he missed the window. I think him and Manny Pacquiao, they missed that real window mm-hmm. when they could have had a true super fight right. that now he can give people some of the entertainment that I think that some of his previous fights kind of lacked. This is a money grab. No question about it. For both of them. So what? I'm here for it. I you can have my money. I, 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 spent, I spent $100 do, doing worse things so you can have my money. <laughs> don't I know it. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't I know that you have blown $100 right? in many of, of unchristian like ways. <laughs> so, I yeah. was ministering. But anyway. <laughs> you were provided. I was providing. That's what you. Jesus said. I was giving the fish. I was giving them loaves of, uh, and loaves of bread and fishes. What are the chances that this is even a quality sporting event? Like The spectacle is one thing. Obviously, coming into the ring is going to be a big deal. The hype, the energy, the arena is going to be on fire. Everybody who's anybody is going to be there, and most people are going to be at home watching it or, or tracking it. But once the bell rings, what are the chances that it's actually a decent event? Though? I think less than 5%. Mm-hmm. And, I, look, I, I do understand we know the real boxing match this year is Canelo and GGG, yeah, all right? That's, the, G, re- yep. that's mm-hmm. the real fight if you, if you want to look at it in, in those terms. But I don't think that this has any chance of really being some kind of mega fight of what we would expect and what we would want it to be. It was set up to be novelty. It was set up to be a circus. It was set up to be entertainment. It was not set up for us to deduce from this, hey, uh, you know, we're supposed to treat this almost – we can't treat this seriously because of what it's supposed to do. But, but I think that's part like, of the attraction It seems like it. they're taking it seriously. You know, Connor's, you know, taking it seriously. He's got his money. Floyd, even though he's getting paid, this was a money grab for him. He seems to seriously dislike Connor McGregor. Take a listen for yourself. Let me show you what a hundred million dollar fighter look like. Still got a hundred million and then he never touched this. That's it, a tax man. You're right. I'm the IRS, and I'm a tax show. You got it. Look at this. Look at this. Look at these two. And think about it. I mean, look. I mean, that's what you expected, but now that we're actually seeing it, I mean, you know what it was for me, as you know? For so long, I didn't think it was going to happen. I never thought they'd come to an agreement, no matter how much money was at stake, how much money was to be made off of this farce. I never thought it would actually happen. It was so th- too much in it for both of them, though. Well, but that part of Michael, my right. man, speaking third person for a second, <laughs> that part of Michael, once it actually happened, I was like, oh, it's still going gonna, gonna, gonna to bomb. It's not going to be very good anyway. It's a joke. But now I'm seeing it. It's like, all right, I guess the joke's on us. Well, this is what they, when they kept saying the people want to see this, this is what the people wanted to see. Those two going face to face. No, they did want to see it. And not only that, just, just common sense wise, if you're Floyd, you're retired, this is the easiest money you probably will ever make. Because from a skill standpoint, considering he's doing your sport, it's not like you have to get in the MMA, MMA ring, so you're good. So to me, this, this was the only way to create this level of excitement. Don't it's worry, like you I had got, to do this. Yeah, because, you know, I'll I, I clip you. You're my boy, but I clip Once you. Once again, Conor McGregor <laughs> coming up live on SportsCenter in a few minutes. Last night, though, Aaron Judge became the first rookie to win the home run derby outright. He blasted 47 home runs in all, including a moonshot that went 513 feet. Just the third player in history to lead the majors in homers at the All-Star break. 
and win the home run derby. Now, I think the verdict is in. <laughs> Can't get tired of those puns. Uh, the judge is a star, but MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred, he, Mike, he took things a step further when talking about judge with the Baseball Writers Association of America today. Manfred said that judge can, quote, become the face of the game. But I'll ask you this and pose it this way. Is he already the face of the game? Chris Archer says he is mm -hmm. right now. He's definitely the talk of the game. Face of the game, though, I feel like you have to put on a show and seize the bigger stages. Like last night was a great step, and the first half was a great step. But you mean you like the championship stages? Is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah, I'm talking okay. postseason. Like okay. face of the game is not something you just hand out because people are talking right. about you. Like his predecessor in New York, and who might be the owner of the Marlins if a sale ever goes through, some people still consider him the face of the game in retirement. I'm mm -hmm. talking about Derek Jeter. He's still mm -hmm. one of the most popular players. Derek Jeter didn't just become the face of the game because of a good rookie first half. This is an all-time great first half, but a good rookie first half and, and an all-star uh, break performance, okay? That said, he has the power. He obviously has the size. The personality, maybe but not G quite but there. Didn't but either. Yeah, exactly, didn't exactly. Either. He's in pinstripes, which is a huge part of this. He's in New York. And, yes, the puns do help. Yeah, no, when you have a catchy Love name, him or hate him, the puns help. All those things are part of it. I don't think he – I agree with you. I don't think he's there quite yet. I think it's a little too soon. But the fact that baseball can identify somebody as possibly becoming that is a huge victory in itself. The reality is that baseball wants what the NBA has. They want a LeBron. They want one guy uh, that they can use and hold up as being this kind of star power that would draw different types of audiences. And I definitely think that his makeup, his, as in his racial makeup, does matter. That's a part of that. We know that they have struggled to attract certain audiences, especially African-American audiences. And here you have a guy right there in New York. And I think it's just all put on the table. Let, it's just a matter be of being We're productive. We're talking about the face of baseball. There are faces of yeah. baseball. I mean, Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mike Trout, but again, that's that postseason thing. His mm -hmm. team doesn't put him on that stage enough. Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, talking about the NBA. When you're at a home run derby and you have Joel Embiid, who's, a, who's the consummate sports fan, he's everywhere. When Joel Embiid is in the stands trying to catch home run balls at the home run derby, would he have been there if not for Judge? Who knows? But he was there. So what I'm looking forward to is seeing what he does tonight. Mm -hmm. What does he do tonight against Max Scherzer? Yeah. Like the All-Star game has struggled ratings-wise, all-time low viewers last year. I don't think you have that problem, at least to start this game, when he steps up to the plate against Max and Scherzer. And the home run derby, I think it already outrated last year's All-Star game. They sold a $14,000 signed baseball card on eBay. That's how you become Tops a face. Tops selling baseball cards with pieces of his sock. <laughs> Conor McGregor has more to say, so he joins <laughs> us now on SportsCenter. Connor. Um, I've never met you. My name's Michael Smith, but uh, I'm going to say this to you, my man. I don't, you did your job. You did your job. I, Thank you. You have got my money. Yeah. I, you have got my money for Thank this you. fight. So if your goal was to Thank sell you. this fight, you did that. Was your goal also to get under Floyd's skin, and do you think you accomplished that goal? You know, I, I wasn't really, I suppose, sure what to expect. The, the, the format is a lot different. They were very vague on the details. There were speeches and all. i seen guys get up with, like, full speeches I was like what the fuck is this but thankfully I couldn't hear when they were speaking so I, was, I didn't even know who they were there was some guy with grey hair big afro that was talking I was like who the fuck is that so uh, look I just went up and had fun and embraced it the crowd is amazing 20,000 people here in, in the arena as far as Floyd whatever he's, he's he's a small man so he looks frail to me I, I see I see a half a fire I don't now, see the finished product. I see a weak core, small legs. I see an, a man who would be easily and will be easily dismantled. Inside four rounds, 
Why are you so confident I you believe can beat so. him inside four rounds? I believe so. His little head. His, li his little head and my big fist. They don't go together. So he will be doing it for. He's hard to hit. He's one of the best it's defensive fighters in history. How are you going to land a I don't fight? care. I don't give a shit what he is. I disagree. Okay. He can catch it on the glove as well. That's enough to knock him out. My shots break the guard. Check the facts. I bounce heads off the canvas. Okay, um, you can say this, I can't, uh, but I definitely, I mess with you, and I don't want to use the word mess. <laughs> you can use a different word, that's for sure. Uh, as Mike mentioned, there's a lot of people that don't expect you to really compete in this fight. I've been one of them. What's your message to all of He was talking like he's going to come over to this. I, I don't care, like, look, fuck every, I don't care what people think, but he was trying to say in there, up there next, we'll do the MMA, we'll do an MMA fight next. I was like, mm, don't start talking stuff that you wouldn't do. Yeah, don't be talking shit now. She'd never come over to this world. Um, but look, it's part, of, it's part of the show. People are for me and people are against me. But I don't believe, uh, you know, even listen to all these so-called boxing experts and all these, I don't, I don't, believe, I don't believe them when I'm listening to them. Uh, they sound scared to me. Like, I, 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 I hear fear. So I'm just embracing it, listening to it. I'm very, very thankful that it's all on record. And I look forward to playing it all back the next couple of days after the fight. What, what can you tell us about what your strategy is going to be in terms of Floyd? As Mike mentioned, you're talking about one of the greatest defensive fighters of all time. So what are you going to do to do what 39 other people have been unable to do? Again, again I come out very very different I fight very very different I'm from a different game than than the boxing game I'm from a game where you got to bounce your shin bone the aim is to bounce your shin bone off your opponent's nose bone that's 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 the game I come from so I'm gonna come out the gate very very differently I'm gonna paint a very different picture and I'm gonna land my shots and put them away where are you in your training at this point what are we like six, seven weeks? I'm, I'm super, I'm, I'm super uh, fit right now. Lots of sparring rounds. We've had a referee brought in just to acclimatize with the rule set. You know, there's so many rules and restrictions. It's like I said up there. It doesn't phase me. It amuses me. It's, um, it's interesting. But I'm enjoying it. So, um, I've got lots of sparring rounds. Lots more sparring rounds. And that's it. Keep, look, I fight. Keep fighting. Fight every day. And then so we, fight on fight so we, as well. we know what you think of Floyd as a fighter. What did you think of his performance at the press conference, especially when he pulled out the $100 million check? You said pay the tax man. He says he's paid up with the IRS. What did you think of that stunt? <laughs> Stop. I don't know. He was in a tracksuit. That's all I need to know. How the fuck did you show up to something like this in a track? I don't know. But look, leave him to it. He's, he's whipping out checks, and he's talking this, and he's talking that. He owes his bollocks out to the IRS. The Rolls Royces are 2012 out there. They're the old model. So that tells me all I need to know. He is fucked. Well, look, uh, pace yourself. Y'all got three more cities of this. Right. This is a four-city promotional tour, and I'm sure more people like me will uh, accept the sales pitch and give you that money. Thanks for all the wonderful sound bites. <laughs> Trust me, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Right. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> all righty, then. Oh, I don't know what to say after that. How many? I, I want to know what went over. I, yeah, I, I, I don't even know how that was received at home. But again, the job, the job that he, they both have is to sell this fight, and they did that spectacularly. Well, he, he, in particular, he's one of the best at this. He's, it's still hard to sell me. Like I'm no boxing expert or aficionado. It's still hard to sell me on a guy coming into a discipline. While, whereas boxing may be a part of mixed martial arts, Floyd Mayweather 
is one of the greatest tacticians in history. 49-0 for a reason, okay? So it's hard for me to believe that Conor McGregor can just step into the boxing ring by Floyd's rules, not only beat him, but knock him out, knock somebody out who doesn't get knocked right. out. Because he's not talking about winning the fight. He's saying he's, he's saying it with he's, inside, with, four with rounds. inside of four rounds. So right. I, I can't buy his, his, his prediction, but I buy the bravado. And this is what Dana White was talking about when the, when the fight was, uh, the data fight was announced. Because we were off that day, if you recall. And Dana White was on this edition of SportsCenter. And he just talked about, look, when two competitors, two world-class athletes get into an arena, anything can happen. We're seeing with these press conferences that anything can happen, anything can be said. Right. Nothing is off limits. And while he can't take him to the ground, while he can't use his legs, on the off chance that Conor McGregor shocks the world, it's, it's enough to tune in for. Well, that's it why really I said is. Conor McGregor from the beginning had everything to gain and nothing to lose. Because, okay, somebody who is one of the best boxers of all time, they knock you out or they beat you. They're supposed to do that. But if you, as you said, if by some miracle that he's able to beat Floyd Mayweather, that's a shut him down moment. You know, that's a career moment. He's jumped into his sport and beat him at something. That would make him a legend and an icon beyond anything we can possibly imagine. Astros outfielder George Springer already has 27 home runs on the season, most of any leadoff hitter before the All-Star break in MLB history. Despite that fact, Springer will back cleanup for the American League All-Stars tonight while teammate Jose Altuve hits first. All right, George Springer joins the six now. And George, you're batting cleanup tonight. Jose Altuve is going to lead off for the American League instead of you. What do you think of the lineup? I think it's awesome, um, you know, just uh, to be hitting fourth and and you know to have all all, all the these guys here is uh, is something special to me. I'm excited about it. Now you are second in the majors with 27 home runs from the leadoff spot. You're batting behind Aaron Judge, who of course leads the majors in homers and put on a show in the home run derby last night. You declined an invitation to the home run derby after watching <laughs> last night's performance. Do you want a piece of that action, or are you glad you sat that one out? No, I'm glad I sat on the sideline and got to watch him hit a ball off the roof. I mean, he was hitting balls into places that I didn't even think were, you know, humanly possible. And uh, I'm glad I was on the sideline for that one. You're two homers shy of a career high in home runs. A lot of people are setting career highs these days. Talks about juice baseballs. What's up with the power surge around baseball? I don't know. You know, I just think it's it's just one of those things where, you know, there's just there's just in um, more home runs hit. You no know, eyes are trying to hit the ball in the air more, um, and that's it. You know, I don't really know. I just I'm happy to hit them. Now, uh, one interesting thing about you is that in 2014, you became the spokesperson for the Stuttering Association for the Young. Um, how? What kind of struggles did you go through as, as a kid related uh, to your speech problem? How are you relating those uh, to the kids at Camp Say? Um, man, I went through it all. You know, I understood. You know, I, I, I felt isolated. I got made fun of. Um, you know, I, I'm, I made sure to avoid certain areas because of, of kids, all that stuff like that. But now, you know, my message to, to kids and adults is, it isn't anything that I can control. So, you, you know, I'm not going to let something stop me that, that I can't control from being who I am. So just just go out, enjoy your life. You know, you can't control it. So you might as well have fun with your life and, and be who you are. All right. So last question, since Houston has got a lot going on in the sports world right now. So let's say you, J.J. Watt, James Harden and Chris Paul show up in a restaurant. 
Are you going to get a reservation? Are you going to get a table? Or are people knowing you around Houston? How popular are the Astros these days? I'm not even going to even remotely closely pull my card out. Those guys, <laughs> those guys have way more money than than I could ever imagine. They're, they're uh, you know, they're one. They're a lot more popular as they should be. Uh, it's hard to miss that beard, and it's also hard to miss that big dude in uh, JJ Watt. So you know, I'll just stay in the corner and I'll, I'll uh, enjoy my meal. Well, if y'all keep it going, come October, everybody in Houston. And around the country is going to know all about these up-and-coming Astros. Keep it up, I man. George so. Springer, thanks a lot. Enjoy the All-Star game tonight. All right, that Rose Bowl comeback over Penn State capped an incredible freshman season for UFC quarterback Sam Darnold. They'll have plenty of competition from JT Barrett, Baker Mayfield, and reigning Heisman winner Lamar Jackson. But Westgate currently has him as the favorite for the Heisman at 5-1. to one. And Sam Darnold joins the six we just saw your numbers man uh, what would it mean to you to be the latest trojan to bring home the heisman trophy yeah i mean it'd mean a lot you know they're the likes of you know reggie bush matt leinert carson palmer all those dudes that won it previously it'd be it'd be such an honor but um you know cliche you know i'm ready for the first game of the season you know we're focused on that and you know the heisman's i mean i talked to Deshaun a while ago about that it's really out of your control um, so, yeah, I'm focused on the season, but winning the Heisman would be, you know, obviously it would be an honor and something that I've dreamed of as a kid. There's sometimes uh, been situations where guys who came in as heavy favorites, it kind of impacted their season and how they played. It got in their head a little bit. Are you concerned at all that maybe the hype will have some kind of negative impact on your season? Um, no, not at all. Uh, you know, there definitely is that hype, but, um, you know, I'm just taking it as it comes, and, you know, I'm definitely ready for a great season. People talk about you talked about the honor that it would be to be the, the next Trojan to win the Heisman. There are a lot of NFL teams whose fans would be honored to have you as their quarterback. Uh, there is the uh, Suck for Sam campaign. <laughs> How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I've heard about that. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, I don't really have many thoughts about that, but uh, I've definitely heard of it. Are you uh, flattered by it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you got to be, uh, mm-hmm. definitely. But, you know, I don't think any team should tank their season because of me. You know, it's... it's um, yeah, I just, I'm just kind of, you know, just taking this every day, uh, one day at a time, and that's all I can do. Well, you may not have thoughts about it, but there's a lot of people that have thoughts about your future. So you're right. a redshirt sophomore. You can turn pro after this season. There was a report, I'm sure you heard about it, NFL.com reported that you might consider staying at USC for two more years. What's your response to that report? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I'm really just taking it one year at a time, honestly, and one game at a time, and that's my mindset. Um, I don't know where like he got his information from, but um, not from you, huh? No, not from me. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm really just taking it uh, one year at a time. What factors are going to you know uh, determine that decision for you? Um, you know, obviously my play, but uh, you know I'll talk to my family and my coaches, and you know see see where we are after the season. Uh, it's going to be a long season, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, we make it to the playoff and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever lies ahead in my future, but I'm really just taking it one day at a time. For real. Now, well, you also say you're taking it one year at a time, but let's yep. talk about last year versus this year. Uh, last year you were competing behind Max Brown. This year a little bit different for you. Uh, how has that changed your approach, the fact that you go in, you're the guy, uh, this is your offense and your team? Yeah, you know, it. Uh, you kind of have to change the way you lead, how you become a leader on and off the field. Um, but really... As a whole, I'm just you know going to be the same guy. I'm not going to change who I am for, for 
for anyone. And even if I am the leader of the team, and you know I'm doing interviews like this all the time, uh, it's not going to change who I am. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's kind of it's how I was raised. It's how my parents, um, what my parents ingrained in me. So um, yeah. So, yeah, you're definitely putting in work. So we read that you, you set a new high score at the uh, Nike football camp, the, the college right. uh, counselor competition. I've also read where you're working on having a, a more compact, a tighter, quicker release in terms of your throwing right. motion. But the most impressive thing by far we saw all offseason was yeah. the boat throw. Like, yeah. I would, like that's, yeah. why, that's why people are <laughs> sucking for Sam, because you can do that. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I want to give credit, first of all, to the guy who caught the ball. I think that was more amazing than my throw. Sean Morrissey? Um, Sean Morrissey, yeah, mm-hmm. USC Volleyball. How many takes uh, did that take? Seriously, you, like, the first time, you didn't do that. You, you didn't do that the first time, did you? Uh, no. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, took us, you know, uh, like 10 tries, I think, before. But, you know, we got it, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> right, because when you do it for the gram or right. do it, you know, for social media, <laughs> you got to get it will come in handy this season and the next level, somehow, <laughs> some way. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, good right, luck man. with this season, Sam. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Now, see... This is what KD was talking about when he talked up OKC to PG after the trade. Durant told Paul George, as he told their side, that the place would blow him away, that he was going to a first-class organization. Now, for a while now, we've all been operating under the assumption that George was a lock for the Lakers organization next summer, but we might want to pump the brakes on PG going home. Plot twist, quote, <laughs> people saying I want to come to L.A., who doesn't want to play for their hometown? But it's definitely been overstated. For me, it's all about winning. I want to be in a good system, a good team. I want a shot to win it. I'm not a stats guy. I'm playing this game to win and build a legacy of winning. I've yet to do that. I'm searching for it. If we get a killer season in Oklahoma, we make the conference finals or upset the Warriors or do something crazy, I'd be dumb to want to leave that. Should the Lakers, hearing that, should they be nervous about it? No, because they're not going to be in the conference finals and they're not going to beat the Warriors. So, if, <laughs> okay. I mean, well, isn't that what he said? Yeah, he said, if he something said more great, than that. That was an excerpt, well, but he said more he than that. He said more than that, but he essentially said, to boil it down, is if something crazy happens, that if they have some dream, magical, unexpected season, he'd be more than willing to consider him. That's not exactly a news flash, all right? But the, bo- the bottom line is, I think with the Lakers, they have the combination of being his hometown team and having a plan, and, be- and they're trending northward. I think these are all very important factors in him going there. He could build something for arguably the biggest brand in the NBA. Oh, no, see, I read that totally differently. It sounds like you're downplaying these quotes. So when you read more of the article, which I know you did as well, right. Lee Jenkins' article, he talked about, look, if I'm going to go to the Lakers, it's not going to be because I just grew up in L.A. County. And I, and it's going to be, I have to I see are other guys going there. See, the Lakers, they shouldn't be nervous reading this. They should be nervous, but they should be regretful is what I'm trying to say. Because regretful suggested they did the wrong thing by not swinging a trade with the Pacers. No, they did the right thing. I'm not mm-hmm. taking that back. They did the right thing taking Lonzo Ball and not giving up Brandon Ingram. But nervous because they can't just assume that, okay, if we stick with this plan, it's going to be enough. Because even if the, the, the Thunder... Don't advance to the conference finals or upset the Warriors. He's still looking at a, a general manager in Sam Presti who's able to pull a rabbit out of his hat and get him there in the first place. A first-class organization that KD just talked up to him, who he respects. The, the best running mate you can find, contrary to popular opinion, in Russell Westbrook. I know people think he's a ball hog, but that's a great running mate to have. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a terror defensively with Andre Robertson and Paul George now and, and Patterson as well, who they just signed this offseason. So if he's all about winning, and that's what I took from this article, and that's about winning for him, that there's more substance than there is, you know, tri- uh, trivial things. Not, not to, no disrespect to L.A., right. but just like, oh, I just want to go home and be the man for the Lakers yeah. just because. I, I read a guy that's like, you know what? 
I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. And if I don't like what I see, I'm staying put right here. Yeah. And look, I, I certainly wasn't discounting uh, what he said in, in terms of thinking that this was just all about him just wanting to be in L.A. and the sunshine and the branding and all that. I think it is a combination factor. I think the, the Lakers legitimately, because of the cap space, especially the cap space they'll have next summer. The cap space okay? ain't suiting up for them. No, we'll it's, it's not. But, you, okay, are you telling me the Lakers are not a more attractive option than they no, have been in no, probably the last couple of years? No, absolutely. There's a lot of direction there. But we like Lonzo Ball. We like Brandon Ingram. We don't know if they're good enough to make in the West, same Western Conference. If you're saying that Oklahoma City is not getting past the Warriors or not getting to the conference finals, you think the Lakers with Paul George are? Uh, if they go with that, with that youth? No, no but, it, but, if, but, it, but if the other team is, okay, they might be a little bit ahead, but they're not on the verge of winning a championship either, then you just go home. That's what makes that, – that's kind of the tiebreaker. Last, time, last time we made a big deal about somebody going home, you know what his name was? Kevin Durant. All right, it's time for the Doing Too Much Countdown. We got to get these jokes off. Let's start with Joe Buck telling our boy Dan Levitard about that time he had a pop brownie in Mexico. What? I had a brownie and a half, and then we all got in the car, not driving. We were driven down to this bar in Cabo. And as I'm driving down there, as I'm riding down there, I'm trying to text somebody, and then the letters start, like, flying off my phone into my face. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is not going to be good. And then I sit down, and I can't feel my legs. I, I somehow magically get down the steps into the exit. He's got stories. He huh? does. I don't mess around with the, the edibles or anything else. I didn't have any when I was in Cabo Island. Did you? <laughs> but I do have a pot story or a weed story. Right, Happened good. last night. A fan of the show on the streets here in Los Angeles gave me some marijuana. I didn't ask for it, but What'd he you did. What you do with it? Flip it? <laughs> what am I, ghost? <laughs> like, that's what we doing right now. But he, he was a fan, and he was like, oh, I love you. Here, take this marijuana. It's legal here. It looked medicinal from a cataract. Got you. Yeah. You know what I'm going to share with me? I don't do that kind of thing. Be like Jay-Z, you know, buy the neighborhood and rent it. That's your mama rent. Uh, Pitbull. <laughs> Took a lot of heat for his outfit while performing at the Home Run Derby. Had it kind of tucked in, kind of tight. That's a little just, bit. A little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little too just old, little man. Bit. Yeah. You know, he should have taken heat for that. Hey, you, you, can't, you can't do that. Uh, speaking of Pitbull, uh, him and Tim Kirchin, they hung out together last night. Because, of course. Of course. But I have a bone to pick with Tim Kirchin. He was on Levitar's show, and he said that he orders his steak well done. Special place in hell oh, for people who order their steak well done. Supposed to be civilized, Tim, man. You, you my man, 50 grand. I love you. Why do you have to eat like a savage? Do you put A1 or, sauce on it, too? Or a shoe. Eat a shoe. That's Goodness better gracious. for you. He said it'll go medium well sometimes. All right, this fan in Wimbledon had a little bit of trouble <laughs> with the poncho. Poncho videos never get off, <laughs> no, I swear. They don't. I swear. They're not. Somebody needs to redesign the poncho. That's why I don't mess with ponchos, because that would be me. Easily. <laughs> the armhole's not quite... Yeah, was it the former President Bush? He had that poncho struggle just as well. Just give me an umbrella. Oh, you know what? I'll just get wet. <laughs> like, don't suffocate yourself. The cold belly, put... when it rains, get wet. Now, we're quoting bad movies now. Stop. Belly is terrible. All right, a little NBA news to pass along. The Lakers meeting with Rajon Rondo, according to Woj. According to Brian Windhorse, they're also meeting with Contavious Caldwell. See, we were just talking about them in relationship to Paul George. I'm sure Paul George changed his mind because of that. Um, speaking of former Bulls, squad goals right here. Former Bull Jimmy Butler with his former teammate in Chicago, Kurt, Chicago Bull Dwayne Wade, and his boy Carmelo Anthony. Look like they're about to drop the most fire R&B album <laughs> and sell you wine at the same time. Right? <laughs> Who got backup vocals? You living your best life, except when you try to be a football player. Can you tell the people what happened today? 
What happened today was I was out there uh, catching footballs with Demarius and Dak Prescott. That's what happened. I was out there being myself. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, a wannabe football player, and I, I handled that with pride. I might have I to give it. that dream up. I, hate, I don't want to be the one to tell you. But who are you to tell me <laughs> what my dream is? I, you're right. I'm sorry. Thank my, you. My bad. Uh, Let me live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't letting you be great. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, let me be great. Mm-hmm. You're going to fool around and hurt yourself, man. No, I'm not. Because I don't do anything to hurt myself. I know my limits. Look, you throw the ball straight, I run and get it. When you tell me to do a slant, it's unrealistic. Von Miller's in the middle of the field. Like, why would I do that? I'm going to just outrun everybody, go Jimmy, all the way back. Jimmy, there are football players complaining about the money that you guys make, <laughs> and you're trying to be one of them. Right. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I never once said that I was going to stop being an NBA player <laughs> and okay. change to an NFL player. I yeah. never once said that. That's not yeah. it. I just it's, it's a different way to work out. You know, when you're working out constantly in the gym and in the weight room, it's just like it gets repetitive. Right. And I love what I do. But it's a it's a different set of muscles. Like I am so tired right now. You've been, but you've been living your best life for real. Like you've been yeah. everywhere, uh, having a good time. But when the trade went down, and you said some very poignant comments, you said they want you to be the face of the franchise until they're looking at the back of your head. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean a damn thing. As opposed to the Paul Georges and Chris Pauls of the world who wanted a change, you wanted to be in Chicago. Does that trade still sting, or are you at peace now? Good to go. I get to wake up every day. I'm fortunate enough to be able to play the game that I love. Uh, I got my people around me. Um, I'm back with Tibbs. You know, I got Taj. Um, we're making a lot of moves. This, this young core that we have, uh, we, we can win. We got, we got a really good shot, you know. Um, I'm happy with that. I, I really am. Um, well, speaking of, you know, when you found out, from what you said, you found out we're on the space table, right? You were Did with, I? <laughs> yeah. Not were we on the space. We were winning okay, but on the space You were with Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union. It was you and Melo, right? Me and Melo. You and Melo against them. Now, they dispute your claims of victory. So what's the truth? Give us the real. The real? Yeah. The real truth? We won. Me and Melo's. We didn't lose one time. Show us the us versus them paper <laughs> that they we had to sign. Where's the we paper? We framed it and left it. In the oh, restaurant that we left, didn't we? All right. Okay. That's what we do. I don't doubt that you You want. don't want no parts of me in Dude. spades. Zero. You, anybody got some parts? You got a partner with you? Zero. Do I have you a partner? Thing. We'll do right after the show. Yeah. We ain't got nowhere to be. We'll, you we'll got something to do? Some I can play by myself. I'll look at those cars <laughs> and these cars. Right, but I know you'll cheat. There's How? visual proof of it on your <laughs> right. Instagram. No, there's not. Yes, you cheated. You, you even captured it. Keep your friend. Where's, we have the picture? Put the picture up. Where's, keep your friends close. There you go. Look at that. That's you and Carl Anthony Towns. Look at you. What are you doing, Jimmy? No, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy because that's not. it looks like that, but I'm, it, it's not that. That's how you uh-huh. captured it. No. But he was yeah, foolish enough to leave him, leave him off the What happened, right? <laughs> he got my phone behind his car. So I was looking at my phone. Is that really? the phone number you gave out? Yes. I thought, so what, what, how many calls did you get? We know you FaceTimed some people. A, but a you, million. That wasn't and really your number, was it? Yeah, it was. And I wanted to take no, more. No, I mean your real phone. That was a, that was a like stunt, a wasn't it? Phone, First of right? all, I don't have more than one phone. Don't put me in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that out the way. <laughs> try to get me in trouble. Yeah. All right, try to get me in trouble. My bad, my okay, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Players mess up. No, no, no. Um, it was... All the messages and FaceTimes and calls were coming in at such a rapid pace that I couldn't literally pick up the phone. So one out of every like 200, I'd hit answer and it actually pop up. So it was it was fun while it lasted, but it was like I love my fans, but I, I wanted to talk to everybody, but I can only talk to like. Three. It's good to see you kicking it with Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, uh, and the most talented big you ever played with, and one of those talented bigs in the league. Uh, got Andrew Wiggins, mm-hmm. uh, just signed Teague, Taj, obviously reunited with Thibs. 
You guys are and the score lord. We got score lord uh, Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Of course, there you go. <laughs> okay. You guys are expected to make a, a huge jump to the playoffs in the Western Conference. Are you prepared to lead this team where it hasn't been in over ten years? Uh, I better be for one, but I think everybody has to do their their part. Everybody got to play their role, be a star in their role in order for us to be successful. Um, I know that we can get this city um, rocking real, real soon if everybody comes into camp the way we're supposed to be shape-wise and be prepared to hear Tib's voice every single day. You, you <laughs> got to handle that. Well, you talked about how, how close you guys mm-hmm. were. What is it about your relationship? Like, why do you two click? I think it's the, the way that he goes about the everyday to being the best. Like, he's constantly studying film. You know, he's constantly trying to learn his guys in, in ways to be better. Tibbs is way different now than he was when I was a rookie, a second-year player. So I think that's what it is. He's, he's getting better every single day. All right, so you moved out of Chicago. We read today where your River North mansion is on sale for a cool $5 million. Huh. And I wanna, Don't let him fool you. Well, I, I want to know if, uh, if we could just crash in it before you sell it. Or can you keep it? So you got an elevator in this joint. You got an aquarium. Is that the one with the boombox? The boombox aquarium. And That's okay, the, the sneaker closet. I knew that that picture was going to come up. Is it included? I was so mad when that picture was up there because no, because nobody knows my my shoe situation. Like, and what does that have to do with Bro, the house? Everybody the knows that that has to come like with a, me anyway. Like, wait, why do the shoe? I mean, can you just like? Can you leave a couple of pairs for the next owner? Go back to the shoes, y'all. Go back no. to the shoes. <laughs> yeah, show that the boom shoe box. Because you know, I, like you know, I like to collect retros myself. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. No, those got to come with me though. I love I love my sneakers. Like I said, Jordan's the the best brand yeah, to be look, with. Look at that. I mean, six bed, a seven hundred fifty bottle wine cellar, ten thousand square feet. And why is that picture closet. up right now? <laughs> because we because just asked them. You should be proud of that. You should be proud of that. Take it down. You should be proud of you that. You should be very proud I am. Proud I, love, I, love, I love my brand, man, and, and my sneakers. They always take great care of me, and that's how it looks when you're with the Jordan brand. All right. Well, look, uh, you be careful out here on this football field because that's not your profession, all right? Just be careful. It's not yet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that I was switching. I'm just saying yet. But not yet. You're going to be a not two-way yet. player here? You're basketball, yet. football? But what I'm telling everybody is like, I don't practice in football. I'm a gamer. Tell them quick. We got a game. I don't practice. Ten, I don't nine, block. And I want to go deep. Take the game for the second. There we go. That's it. I'm only, I'm only doing fly routes. We'll see you tomorrow. Baseball tonight is next. Let's get this space going. Come on.